Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What is going on, everybody? I'm Alzon Hajavandi, Director of Digital Media for Warchant.com. Who cares? That guy, though. Over <laughs> this side of the screen. It's Michael Langson, Recruiting Analyst for Warchant.com, as well as On3, joining us here for his recruiting chat. You can do this pretty much every single day of the week over on the Warchant.com Premium Recruiting Board. Pose a question. Michael will answer it any time of day because he's that dedicated to the cause. But you got to be a member for that. Only costs $10 for an entire year of access to Warchant.com right now. That promo's good until August of next year. So start saving your pennies, boys and girls. At some point, you can sign up for a membership to Warchant.com. We appreciate you being here. What else can they do to show some love, Michael? Hit the like button, uh, especially this weekend. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, a big, uh, certainly a humongous game uh, you know, for FSU. So, can get all the latest on recruiting. I just posted, uh, you know, early this afternoon, a massive additions of list on there. So uh, around 70 prospects, probably going to get up to 100. So you definitely want to hit the like button, guys. Going to be big weekend. You want to be a part of it. That is right. And again, only 10 bucks to sign up for an entire year of Warchant.com. All right, Michael. So with that said, I'm going to assume there's a visitors list of sort on the PRB <laughs> that you're not going to want to give all of it away, but. Just how big of a recruiting weekend is this with number four Clemson coming to town? It's massive, um, especially how things uh, unfortunately fell apart last weekend. It makes this weekend even bigger, even though this weekend would be big anyway. There's a there's a massive amount of uh, prospects, two official visitors, uh, Roger Kearney, FSU commit, who's been uh, Florida's been pushing to get, uh, is coming in for official visit, and then the guy we've talked about a lot, four star defensive back at American Heritage. Uh, Damari Brown is coming in for official as well. Lots of unofficial visitors. There's, like I said, around 70. I probably added 30, 35 to new ones today. You can go on the PRB. It's right there for everyone can see. So we'll talk about a few of those guys. But, yeah, it's a, it's a massive group, and it's a massive weekend for FSU. And a win over a top-five program would be a, a major, major recruiting boost and it would really ignite things even more uh, as far as what this class has done. Rod Kearney commitment, but uh, that commitment may be a little bit under scrutiny these days. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's an in-demand young man. I, I don't blame him for playing the game if that's what he's doing. How, how vital is it, though, that he's choosing to do an official to Florida State on a, on a game weekend of this magnitude? 
I think it's it's huge because, and I think it was a smart move by FSU because originally he was just going to do it in December, uh, do official visit. But um, you know, it's very calculated. I mean, Florida has their big last biggest home game against LSU. Uh, it's a big. Uh, obviously, FSU's got a big game against Clemson. This is the last game that I think Florida can get top prospects for. So to get a guy like Roderick and kind of take away that buzz of, of what Florida would get maybe for that game against LSU. I think it's a big deal. And two, Roger's going to come back for the Florida State Florida game. So you're still going to get him there. And uh, he's close enough where he can you can get a visit here and there if you need to squeeze one in. So I think it's a very calculated and smart move and, and certainly a big visit to, you know, kind of ease things uh, to make sure, uh, you know, everything's on a good place. All right. And then about Damari Brown, he's uh, according to some of these Prediction machines, if you will, a little bit, yeah. uh, a little bit maybe weighted towards Miami, a little bit closer to home for him. Uh, this, I assume, though, could go a long ways into maybe changing that. Yeah, it's a big deal. Clemson's also a major target. Uh, uh, he's a major target for Clemson. So I think Clemson, Florida State, Miami are the main teams in there early on. It was Miami, um, but you know they've really fallen some you know hard times as far as their their uh, team this year, losing to Middle Tennessee State, losing to North Carolina again last weekend. Um, their two wins are, I think, Southern Miss and Bethune-Cookman. So at the door is kind of open for a South Florida prospect for FSU to really make a big splash. You win this weekend, it certainly it makes a big splash of recruits. We've seen that consistently with big games. Doesn't mean to equal a guarantee of a commitment, but it really would have FSU surging in, in, a, in a good direction. All right, let's get some of the questions here on YouTube. We've also got the phone lines open, 850-805-5911. Get involved via telephone if you would like to. Uh, yeah, Octavio talked a little bit about Demar, but we already went up there. So, look for and how are we doing with Damari Brown okay you're, you're like frozen up for a minute I oh, missed that back I'm back there we go all right okay. the phone line dropped I'll get that back going uh the question on the screen Michael knock it out friend okay uh how many more dbs are Knowles looking at I, I would say one one more db I think they feel pretty good I think one maybe slightly outside shot of two but I think you know, the two guys to watch on that list uh, as far as DB are Damari Brown. And then there's another one that I added today. I'm going to go down here and make sure I get the right name because I don't want to butcher his name and mess it up. But um, another one is uh, defensive back. Gosh, where is he? Isaac Smith. Uh, he's a guy that they've I've heard they've been very interested in. He's a guy that's visiting uh, this weekend, four-star defensive back. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his high school name because it's really starts with starts with I, but it's really hard to pronounce. But uh, maybe Aslan can pull it up. But that's a guy that I feel like are two the two highest guys that I hear the most buzz about uh, as far as who FSU is pushing for. So uh, I think both of those guys on campus this weekend, those are ones I'm, you know, I'm very much watching to see how that trip goes for each one. Uh, but those are the two right now. And All right. As, as far as how they're doing with DeMar, I think they're doing a really good job. He's really close with uh, Randy Shannon because Randy played with his father 
So uh, he knows him very well. So there's a strong connection with Randy. And then, too, he likes what, you know, the pr- product that FSU is doing uh, so far this weekend. Uh, I think I think he's really interested to see how these guys look in person. So it certainly could could make a big impact. As I said, you know, the doors kind of opened up with Miami kind of struggling on the field. So a big win against a top five opponent would go a long way with Damari Brown. Oh, shout out. Isaac Smith's in uh, Mississippi. It's Itawamba. Itawamba. AHS, Agriculture High School. Yeah, shout yep. out Itawamba. Stand up. Yep. All right, look at that. Teamwork makes a dream work. Eric Angel wonders, is Hakeem Williams coming? Yes, he is. He will be there. Uh, unofficial visit. Uh, he's tweeted a few times about coming. Even I think when Damari Brown put a tweet out about him officially visiting, he's like, I'll see you there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's definitely going to be there. Hakeem Williams will be there. We have lots of questions from AJ Perry. Hopefully he's not stealing all of our information and running into his <laughs> fan blog. Uh, but how would you evaluate Colorado CJ Turner? We yeah. This guy? Yeah. We, we, he was originally actually going to visit for the Boston college game earlier this year, transportation, whatever uh, fell through this weekend. He's supposed to be there again, athletic uh, linebacker. I think he's comparable to, you know, stuff that DeMarco Ward does when you watch him uh, athletically can get to the ball. Instincts are good. Um, certainly is around the football three-star prospect on on three. Um, but I think he's a guy that's always, he's always been intrigued by FSU and they've certainly kept in contact with him just to keep, keep just to see where the relationship goes. I, I don't think they're pushing per se, because I think they, if they want one more linebacker, it's going to have to be somebody that's very elite that they consider very elite. So you can watch some of these highlights of him, but, um, I think he's a guy that they've really stayed, uh, in constant contact with, I'm assuming that's him running the ball. So uh, yeah, prob- that's the arrow pointed at him. So we'll see. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a uh, little bit of offensive stuff, but more so a guy that's really good tackling in space. That's what he does. And, and pretty good, uh, pretty good wheels for a big guy, not, not blazing fast, but also not, not slow either. Um, but I think he, I think he intrigues the staff and I think they want to see more of him and build a relationship. And then, you know, maybe if everything goes good, then you could see something happen with him you know, down the line as far as official visit, but I think they're kind of feeling it out right now to see kind of just how serious his interest is in Florida state, but it's definitely a guy they're intrigued by. If y'all are waiting to hear from Gator Kirk, you're gonna have to wait a few more (laughs) months because he's not calling in until Florida state is bowl eligible for whatever that's worth. It's not your fault. Your fault, Gator. It's fine, man. Don't blame yourself. Uh, We're all way too superstitious. Let's be a little stitious, everybody, not superstitious. <laughs> uh, more from the A.J. Perry hour here. Wilkie Denod, Anthony Miller, takes, question mark? They're not takes right now. Um, what? Uh, no, they're not. Not right now. Um, Anthony Miller is a guy they're intrigued by. They He worked out at Seminole Showcase. What, what exactly blew you away type of workout, but um, they've stayed in contact. They're, they're still watching him to see how the season goes and then kind of go from there. And then Wilkie's committed to Auburn. Obviously, he was very high on FSU. FSU was his leader a lot during the process, but it was never a situation where I heard like FSU. He's definitely his a definite take, but they're right on the the edge of it, on the crisp of it, as far as maybe being being a take. And I've always I was always told like if they take a fourth defensive end, it would be somebody that they consider elite. So I think uh, this is more keep building a relationship, and uh, they've seen him a few times in, in games. So I think. There, there is certainly excitement and intrigue, but I have not heard he's uh, for sure take. But certainly, him visiting this weekend tells you a lot about you know how he feels about FSU. As I said, FSU was his leader. So if they push, 
you know, I like their chances for a flip, but really that's what we're waiting on to see if there's a push. But right now, I wouldn't consider him a take at this stage, but uh, that's what I'm kind of eyeing to see if uh, FSU turns up the heat there. We'll see if AJ knows any other prospects that don't have photos in the on three database. <laughs> uh, he likes those guys, it seems like. Rache Brown ponders and wonders aloud. Is the staff going to make another push for uh, Vickers? I, I mean, they've stayed in contact, but I don't think it's uh, – I think Makari is pretty – you know, uh, comfortable with, with Oklahoma, despite their struggles uh, the last few weeks. I think uh, I think he feels good about that. I have not heard anything about extra visits or him coming for this this weekend. He is not on our visitor list, uh, but um, I, I know that's a guy that they you know, certainly uh, keep track of. But like I said, the two guys I'd heard about was the, was the Isaac kid and then uh, Damari Brown. So that's finally that's kind of what I I've heard as far as the defensive back position. So I haven't heard anything with Macari that's new quarterbacks quarterbacks, the new uh, Destin Hill. Uh, what do we know? <laughs> Any quarterbacks in the future here? Ask Carol. I am still waiting to you. Know, first of all, it will really pick up when you see a quarterback on campus, but I don't think they're going to bring a quarterback in for a visit unless it's like somebody you know, not like a big Clemson game. I think, you know, somebody like Georgia Tech, I could see them bringing in a quarterback, but so far they haven't. We know Emory Williams is a guy they evaluate in person, committed to Miami. Another one that I hear about is Avery Johnson. Uh, he's committed to Kansas State. And then another one I hear is Pierce Clarkston from uh, commitment to Louisville. He's a four-star, more of a, you know, dual-threat quarterback, but nothing really serious yet that I can say, like, you know, put my finger on and say, hey, they're definitely going after this guy. So I think they're kind of still in that that process of which guy that we want as far as the pecking order. Personally, when I look at it, you know, Avery would be the best guy as far as what I see as far as how he fits into the FSU offense. Uh, I, I'd heard some a few rumbles that he, he was going to visit FSU, but that never materialized. Um, but as far as uh, you know, picking up, that's kind of what I know as far as those three guys. And then we're kind of just waiting to see which guy actually schedules a visit. But until a visit scheduled or I, until I hear something definitive where I can put my finger on, I think we're kind of still in that that um, evaluation pecking order of stage where they're trying to see where which guy they like the most and which guy likes them the most. Jamel King, Santana Fleming, question mark? Yeah, I think that's Santana Fleming, not Flemington. But um, no, I, I think I think Santana's a guy that I haven't heard a lot about for a while. I think Mississippi State seems to be the team that that's trending with him. Uh, I haven't heard much buzz around him, especially with them getting all these receivers. They have Hakeem Williams. They have Goldie Lawrence. They have uh, Vandravis Jacobs, who's had an unbelievable year. The kid is just tearing it up like two touchdowns like every game. So, And you're only going to take one more. So I think I think they're going to take their time and be very selective off the fourth guy as far as the receiver they're going after. So I don't think Santana's a guy that I've heard that much about as far as a, a fourth receiver. If there is one, I could see somebody like Bryson Rogers, who's committed to Ohio State. That's a crowded, you know, you look at a lot of the commits. They got Brandon Ennis and some other guys, Noah Rogers. They got some, um, you know, a lot of, lot of prospects that are committed there. So that might open the door. He's visited FSU three times unofficially. So that might be a kid. He's out of Carrollwood in Tampa. So that's a kid that I could see something maybe developing there, but I don't think um, Santana's the guy that, that I've heard much about. 
All right. Next question comes from Alex Simpson. Jakeem Jackson, chances? Yeah, I mean, four-star athlete. I think he was. Uh, I think he's committed to Florida currently, and he's a guy that I think's going to visit FSU. I don't know when. There's not a visit set up yet, but he's a guy that was in my, you know, tend to watch guys as far as prospects. Really fast prospect. Got good wheels. Certainly can play defense. Uh, mainly, uh, you know, mainly defensive back, uh, but uh, can play, you know, offense too. But I think he's a guy that. I don't think he's like on the flip mode as far as right now, but I think he's a guy that's definitely intrigued by FSU. He's liking what he's seeing. Certainly likes uh, <clears throat> early on what he saw about the cornerbacks and the usage of the way they use the cornerbacks that, that certainly jumped out to him. But I think for now, I, I wouldn't consider like it rock solid commit, but I wouldn't consider it like soft either. So I'll put it right in the medium, but right now it's just kind of a wait and see on, if he if he can schedule a visit or when he does because I, I do think he wants to visit FSU. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm just gonna play the music. <laughs> what about a kicker, man? Yeah, that's the most popular question. I tell you, uh, we don't hear about Dustin Hill anymore. We hear about uh, you know kickers. You know so. Got a few kickers coming in. Uh, I got a youngster from uh, most of them are 2024. They got a youngster from Childs coming in that, that they'll have on campus. Uh, um, that's coming in again uh, this weekend. Bobby Inksler, I hope I said it right. Uh, uh, he's he, I think he's out of Childs that he's coming in. They have another kid out of Charlotte Christian. Trip Woody is another one, but they're both 2024 kids. Uh, nobody 2023 that they're pushing hard. Like because I tried to explain this to people like. When you're talking about a kicker, you only get one scholarship for that guy. So this, if you're taking a kicker, that dude better be elite. That dude better be really damn good. And you got to be sure on that guy because, you, like I said, you only get one. This isn't like quarterback or receiver where you can get like, you know, five or six or seven guys in, in your team that has a scholarship. You got to be sure on these guys. And uh, I think the more suitable or, or more, more accurate would be if they decide to go out the kicker, I think, it will be from the portal where you get somebody from the portal and then say transfer portal. Or if somebody jumps out them, that's just so elite that they, they offer scholarship, but there's nobody so far that's scholarship worthy that, that, that I feel so far that, that they're going after. Thank you, Zach, by the way, appreciate it, man. 20 bucks. Very generous. Very kind of you. Uh, he's a dentist. Listen to him, everybody. He knows what he's talking about. Hopefully they figure this thing out though. It's, yep. it's on my last nerve, Zach. Uh, Jason Brown, uh, was asking, uh, I'm late. What's the mood with recruits and the lack of offensive production these past few games? Well, I mean, uh, you know, the first half, I think, uh, there was some good production, but the, you know, the second half was just atrocious, but I think overall, they still feel really good about, uh, what they see from the offensive makeup as far as this team. Obviously they had a game that in the second half that we haven't seen FSU look like that, uh, where, you know, you had like 28 yards before, that big Johnny Wilson catch uh, on the final drive. But I think overall, I think a lot of kids are excited about it. They mix it up really well. The running backs are getting involved. Trey Benson, Toa Philly, Trey Sean Moore, before he got hurt, is very involved. The passing game, you're getting Johnny Wilson the ball. Micah Pittman's getting some explosive plays. Even Pokey's had some nice plays. So I think overall, the the recruits still feel really good about the offensive kind of scheme and, and what FSU's doing in the production. So I think despite that, you know, just unexplainable second half. I think they still feel good about, you know, what this offense can do. All right. 
Uh, Tom Kirkpatrick, good news on DJ. Assume Chester. Yeah. <laughs> O-line question mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Chester, I'm assuming that's who Tom's talking about. But, yes, he's coming in again for another visit. He's going to officially visit FSU. And he told me around December, uh, or right before, I guess, the you know, early signing period. So, you know, both of those things are good signs. Certainly getting them back for a big game is a big deal. Atkins has a really long, long-standing relationship with there. I think FSU's trending in a positive direction. I wouldn't say good news because good news means he's going to commit. Obviously, the uh, RPM doesn't favor them, but that was early on. I think with that RPM, I think FSU is, is certainly uh, a team that that he's very high on. Uh, he didn't go out there and tell me like FSU's a clear leader, but I feel like FSU's slightly ahead of LSU now. Uh, I personally feel just the relationships. He's visiting FSU more. He's gonna. They're gonna get the last official visit, or or uh, uh, certainly an official visit over. I think he's already taken one to LSU. So getting a last official and then having him on campus multiple times already for games is a big deal. So it's certainly trending in a, a positive direction. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts, and it's so easy all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Octavio asks, with the current failings of the U, do you see any prospects commits that we could steal? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's. I don't think there's anybody per se that they're pushing for that are, that is like committed to Miami. Maybe um, no, he's not even committed to him. See, I was going to say the Seymour kid that was committed to him, wide receiver that's on my visitor list. Uh, but he, I don't think he's committed to him. I don't think there's anybody like. I guess I could look at. We could pull up their list real quick, right. and I could tell you. Stand by. Stand by. Aslan's going to pull it up for me, so I don't have to search around. But uh, I can tell you once there I look at it. The... There goes my internet again. What is wrong with my internet, man? This is terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to call. If this happens one more time, I'm going to call out my cable company, but I won't right now. Man, they're ninth right now, and my and Florida's 10th. That's not cool. I don't like that. Um, that's, not, that's not a good thing, is it? No, no. All right, so there we go. Uh, who is those? Uh, so I'm looking it over. I'm looking it over right oh, now. Just. 
I'm just looking over with everyone right now. I don't see anybody Mikhail that Joseph? no Robbie Washington no yeah Robbie Washington ain't coming here. Raul Aguirre everyone yeah, loves some Raul in their lives. Yeah, I think Raul's probably. More, I, I'd say if I was picking one, I'd say Tommy Kinsler. That's a guy they've been pretty high on. Uh, if I was picking one I, out of that group, I'd say okay. Tommy Kinsler on the offensive line. He's been here multiple times. He really likes Atkins a lot. We know FSU would like to add, you know, one, you know, two more uh, if they could on the offensive line. And and then Emory Williams, of course, I've mentioned him. That really depends on FSU's push. So those two really are the main ones that I saw on the list. The rest of them I haven't heard much, you know, buzz with FSU about. But currently I would say those two. And then um, outside of that, if you're talking about 2023, and then I guess if you go to 2024, which I'll go to real quick. I got you. I got you, big dog. There we go. Two guys. Okay, so two guys. Yeah, so I think mainly it's uh, it's those two guys. I don't see anything. Those don't jump out to me. But I would say those two play prospects for now, Octavia. Good work. Jason Brown, he's on Facebook. Any big-time defensive tackles in our future? We need a monster up front. They do. Um Certainly working on Jordan Hall. That's not looking so hot uh, with Georgia looking like they're trending there. I think he's going to the Florida game this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they've been trying to get him on campus. He was originally going to come for, I think. Hey, that's uh, not this weekend, is it? It's not. Is it Georgia, Florida this weekend? No, it's Georgia uh, or it's Florida LSU. I think oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know who Georgia's playing. Oh, okay, I, gotcha, I, gotcha. I think he's going to Florida this weekend for the Florida LSU game. Um, but yeah, they're, they're still looking it, it might come to a point where they do again, they hit the, the hit the transfer portal, uh, as far as the defensive tackle, um, they did that last year with Tafas. Um, so they, they might do that again. I think people forget about Tafas that's going to be on this team next year, you know, so, um, I think they do have that, but so they have options. Uh, Jaron, I just covered Jordan Hall, probably, yeah, well, probably, probably, probably a, probably a strong Georgia lean. Um, right now, until FSU gets a visit, I probably would say they're third there. Even though he likes, even though he likes Odell a lot, I think uh, it just it it gives me an SEC vibe. You know, when I look at that recruitment, because he seems to be wanting to visit SEC schools instead of FSU. So I'm not going to completely count them out. Certainly, I think he'll be there probably for the Florida game. But outside of that, I think I think you need Jordan on uh, multiple visits. So I think it's going to be. You know, certainly they got their work cut out to to get up there and move move back up as far as being in a heavy contender. Uh, how about oh, excuse me? How about Reuben Bain? Yeah, Reuben Bain's one that uh, just dropped his top six today. Uh, FSU is in there for those that were concerned, uh, wondering. He's also visiting FSU this weekend, and he's also going to take an official um, to FSU later this fall. So. He's one that I, I thought, like, you know what, he's definitely going to Miami, and then that season happened for Miami, and I'm like, you know what, it's maybe not as not as a sure thing as it was. Alabama's also in there. He likes them a lot. He likes what they do with development. But I, I think FSU's very much in the picture. I think um, I think they're a team that's certainly going to get him on campus multiple times, and like I said, he's going to get a late official. And he's really he really likes what Norvell's doing as far as the turnaround. Obviously, he likes just – what he's seen from the defensive line. And as, uh, as Ruben said in the story today uh, from, from Hayes Fawcett, by the way, great story mentioned that, uh, you know, he really likes like every kid that comes from his school, 
you know, FSU, you know, or, or most of the time FSU puts in the NFL. So he likes like the productivity of what FSU does, not just in college, but, you know, getting them to the pros and how they play. And, and certainly uh, he likes what, you know, Coach Odell's doing. He certainly likes what Coach JP's doing, likes the pass rush. And why wouldn't you? Getting a lot of sacks and all that stuff and getting the backfield and defensive line certainly really impressing him. Uh, so I think uh, obviously another big visitor just being on campus this weekend to see a game since he hadn't been to a FSU game this fall yet. So having him here for this one, probably I would say likely going to be back for the Florida game and then and then also a, an official visit. So I think FSU is very much in the picture. I, I was pretty high just that it was going to be Miami, but now, you know, I think it's it's a little more open. Pensacola Packbuster. Are we having issues or are we just not pushing to recruit a top tight end? I think they're just looking for one uh, that has mutual interest, uh, uh, bus, uh, Pensacola Packbuster. I think they're just looking for somebody that kind of they, – they want somebody with sides. They did have Randy Pittman, but he was kind of on the short side, although he was explosive out of, out of Mosley. I think he committed to UCF. But I think they're looking for a guy with size and speed and, and, and give them a difference maker that they – maybe don't have in their offense that that could really uh make this offense explode i i go back to the same thing that i think tight end is a place where i think you could really hit the portal and get somebody that fits those characteristics i'm not seeing somebody that shows mutual interest in fsu right now from the high school front um there's certainly guys out there but like i said mutual interest is isn't there anthony miller's really the only name that i've heard that's really really heavy um, but outside of our, I'd say really heavy as far as mutual interest back and forth, but, um, but still there's nobody that just jumps out to them that they're just, it's not that they're not pushing. It's just, you got to meet that criteria of a, you know, mutual interest and they're in one year there yet. So I would say it's more likely they hit the portal for a tight end. All right. Austin green, who I think he said, if Florida say would go four and no, he would subscribe. And uh, thankfully, he was 4-0, not 5-0, because he did subscribe. <laughs> uh, so we got that dollar from him. Uh, he asked, uh, what about Reese Griffith from Pace? Yeah, he's a kid that visited, I think, for is either the Boston College or the weight game. I, I forget. I talked, to, uh, I talked to Reese a little bit about that visit. Sin mostly loved everything. He was he, He's really a kicker slash punter, so he does a little bit of both. Um, out of Pace High School over there in the Panhandle. Certainly a guy that I think this falls more into the, you know, preferred walk-on stage than it does like a, you know, scholarship kicker that I see, um, Reese. So good player, but uh, probably going to be more around the lines of a preferred walk-on. So, you know, I know I know what he's getting at, that, uh, hey, is he a scholarship guy? No, I don't think he is right now. Uh, I don't sense that. Um, um, so I think that's more of a preferred walk-on, but certainly a guy that they've been talking to. So there's a Pace High School in Orlando. Oh, it's Pace High School in Orlando. My bad. I don't know unless they don't. I mean, I, th- I thought Pace was Pace, like I, in the Panhandle. I thought it was. I thought it was Pace in, uh over there in the Panhandle. Who knows? They has them guys. Seriously, guys, one more person you asked me about that doesn't have a photo in the database. We're shutting the show. <laughs> we're shutting Joe down. We're shutting the show <laughs> down. Come on, guys. This is Florida State. Let's go. Let's talk about some uh, high end guys. Uh, which, by the way, can you go ahead and put this urban legend, uh, Teres Michael, that. Some people believe they believe there's some sort of five-star kicker out there. Unless there's like a different ranking system, none of these major networks have any kicker with five stars by their name, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, and by the way, he does play for the Pace Patriots, what I thought. Pace okay. Florida is what it says. So uh, I would I would assume that's Pace and then uh, in the panhandle. That's what his Twitter says. I just pulled it up. Right. Um, yes, yes, guys, they are interested in kickers, but you got to find one, first of all, that's mutually interesting too one that you consider elite. So it's not like they're not looking like they are looking, but there's not a ton out there that, that are uncommitted. So they're all committed, safe. Michael. These, these yeah. eight guys, there's eight guys on this list. None of them are five-star guys. Uh, Stanford, Vandy, Bama, Georgia, UCF, Illinois, Michigan, go get, Navy. Go get, go get the Vanderbilt kid. There's no, uh, it's Vanderbilt, dude. Come on. Get the, like, get the kid, get Grant Reddick from Boone. Come there on, you man. Go. You don't want yeah. to go home in your backyard. Branch out during your college life, man. Come up here. Live the yeah, life. So I, I, I haven't heard any, like, for sure, like, hey, we got to have that guy we're going to offer him, or there's been an offer extended. But it's not like they're not looking. They're very much interested in looking. The fact that they're bringing in kickers damn near every week when I do these uh, visitor lists, that kind of tells you that they do feel kicker is something that that is important to them. So, um, but um, I mean, <laughs> just we're, we're making it up at this point, Michael. We'll move well, on. They're, well, he's talking about Reese Griffiths being a five star because he's rated by Cole's kicking as five star, but that's not by a network like on three rivals or two, four, seven. So yeah, technically he is a five star. His name's Reese Griffith. That's the guy I just talked about. So, but they are looking guys. They are. Let's uh, let's go to let's go to the Coles. Let's go to Coles. Here we go. Um, this is our guy. Coverage. Grant, our guy Grant Reddick is up there. Our guy Grant Reddick is up there. List it looks like. All right, man, give Grant a, uh, hey, JP, give Grant a call. Uh, he's yeah. up there. There you go. All right, so there we go. There's some names here. Maybe I'll check with Grant. I'll check with. I'll tell you what I'll do, guys. I'll check with Grant to see if there's any FSU interest. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Slide go. in the DMs. Yeah. They give yeah. out a lot of five stars. Yeah. There's Reese Griffith. Uh, number 24 on their list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 11 of 15 on field goals, 28 out of 36 um, throughout the season. I mean, that, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a five-star. You're missing eight kicks. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's a kicking camp of, of, of ranking. So you, uh, you just gotta, you, oh, you got half. They got half stars, Michael. They give guys <laughs> four and a half stars at the Coles kicking camp. <laughs> Incredible. All right, Mark Sermons. Uh, we'll be hanging out. Coming to the corner pocket bar and grill five thirty on Friday. Jeff and Cole are doing their thing. Uh, we'll also be a top hotel indigo. Uh, what do you think about Florida State flipping Avery Avery Johnson, Michael? Yeah, I think uh, it, it's it's tougher than you think because Avery's from Kansas and Kansas State obviously is having a really good year. I think they're ranked twentieth in the country. Um, but at the same time, there's obviously FSU has interest in him, in my opinion. Um, now, how much that re- interest is reciprocated, that's what we're kind of waiting on. When he visits, then then I'll think it's serious. But it, it, for now, I think he, I think comfortably Kansas State's okay. But um, certainly, I'm just waiting to see some reciprocated interest of, of setting up a visit. But he's certainly a guy, as far as, in my opinion, He's the number one guy I would go after personally. I think he's a four-star. His video is really good. He kind of fits everything Norvell wants. Uh, certainly a mobile quarterback. Uh, you walk him, watch him in the pocket. He's very comfortable throwing the ball. He, he, he reads the field very well. Got the flowing locks. How can you not love that, Aslan? The flowing uh, too locks. Much, too much graphics at the beginning, though, Avery. We need to go right <laughs> to the highlights, man. We ain't and got then, time. There you go. 
So uh, you can see some of his his passing and building skills. I mean, certainly a guy I think I just fits what Norvell you know seems to look for in a quarterback. Ball placements seemingly almost there nearly every pass when I watched this film last week. Uh, and, and certainly has, is athletic enough to run. He's got good speed. Um, but um, really, it's just about FSU getting him in campus or on campus for a visit, and that's really what I'm waiting to see if that happens. But the chances really depend on on that visit. Now, if he visits, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start certainly pick up the pace with with everything and and go from there and really really break down him as far as the chances. But until he visits, we really can't. There's really not much to say except for that I think FSU is interested. Where did the, where did this come from? Where did like did, has he been at a camp? Where where is this? Where is his name? Yeah, he was he was that he was at the. Um, yeah, they offered him very early, and he was also at the Seminole Showcase one year. I think okay. he also went to an elite camp as well. So he's very familiar with FSU. It was back when that time where they, you know, they were recruiting Chris Parson. They were figuring out who's going to be their quarterback. And then once Parson got on board, then they kind of they got their guys. So they weren't really pushing. And at that time, they weren't pushing for a second quarterback. So um, that's kind of where it started. So there is, you know, a, a good relationship uh, certainly with Norvell. He knows him well. He likes him. So there is a relationship. It's not like he's never been on the FSU campus. He has been there before. Um, but it's really just about getting him on campus because when quarterbacks visit on campus, then it gets serious. That's when you know, hey, this thing's picking up. And really, that's, I think that's where we're at, just waiting to see if, if he if he gets on campus. All right. Thomas Simpson, is the Williams kid helping bring in other recruits yet? Or will a win this weekend help that more? I, I don't think uh, Hakeem is like that kind of guy. You know, there's certain guys that are like that. KJ Sampson's like that. Uh, certainly other guys are, are like that that are on uh, FSU's commit list. I think Hakeem's more like he will talk to other players, but I think he does a lot of his stuff kind of behind the scenes where he talks to them like, hey, come here, dude. This is the place. More so than a guy that gets out there openly all the time, like recruiting the hell out of people. I just think he's more – it's not much of a so much of a raw raw guy all the time with that stuff uh, compared to others, but I think a win pretty much solidifies just everything you need. Um, you don't need Hakeem to tell you, you know, they're good if you go out there and you get a performance and you get a big uh, productive win over a top five team. I think that means more, but I don't, just don't think Hakeem's that type of guy where he's going to just blow blowing people's phones up all the time about, hey, come to FSU. I do think. He keeps to himself and does it behind the scenes. And he does talk to guys, but I think it's more just uh, on his time or just, you know, away from, I guess, media and all that stuff. Right on. Simple enough request. Are there any Derwin Jameses out there they can go find? (laughs) There's not many like Derwin James. I mean, Derwin James is a five-star. So, no, there's not one that's a five-star like Derwin James. Um I do like some of the guys they already have. I think KJ Kirkland's a really good uh, safety and instinctual safety that they like. They're pretty high on. Um, I mentioned uh, the guy coming in this weekend, Isaac Smith, uh, that that they like a lot. That that safety and slash corner. He certainly is a guy they're pretty high on four star. So uh, that would be probably the highest I can say as far as a safety position. I think Damari Brown's more of a corner. Um, but, uh, this kid's pretty, uh, pretty damn good as far as, uh, Isaac Smith. And, and that's the guy, if they're pushing for one, it's going to be him. So if you're looking for that mold, he ain't Derwin, but he's good. 
<sighs> a lot of people talking about kicker still. Yeah, <laughs> uh, do we know a Pierce Sperlin? I think he's uh, on the Georgia roster. So unless he hits the portal, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I could, you could look it up. I think he's on the Georgia roster, but I could be wrong. No, I mean, he just committed. It looks like according to actually, okay, he's know. committed to Georgia. Uh, I think so. I'll do some, I'll do some more digging in here. You never yeah, know. It's, never it's know. like he's like, committed to Georgia. So I'd say probably not. <laughs> so, you're committed to Georgia and Georgia has, in my opinion, the best tight end in, in, in college football or one of the best in Brock Bauer. So I think uh, that's probably not going to happen. So apparently his name is Pierce Sperlin third. Okay. And um, he's a he's a legacy yeah. at the University of Georgia. So doesn't seem very encouraging. No, that doesn't seem very likely. So. Probably yeah, not. I just, probably. I just want to. I just want to see Florida State. Florida State get back to dynasty era, and I want to watch the show with like Ole Miss, and I want to hear the Ole Miss fans like, "Hey man, what about that dude that's committed to Florida State? Any yeah. chance to get him to come to us in Ole Miss? Yeah, like, I love it. I love it. We're just kids go. Like, can we pull the game? Like, he's going to Georgia. But it's all right. Like, can we get him? Not yet, everybody. Not yet. We're, We're not there yet. Kids. There's, there's a climb to it. Hey. Shout out to William McMillan. All right, William. Super Thank sticker. You. Appreciate it. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. I have no idea how it looks, but I'm, I'm sure it looks pretty cool. Uh, I go back and watch it on the on the replay on YouTube, and they're usually pretty cool. William's got good taste. Thank you, William. Appreciate you. Man. I don't usually do this, so I'm going to give you a mulligan because I know you call in a lot, Wes, so I'm going to get Wes from the Villages. Hit me up with a text. He asked me a oh. question because he didn't think he could get on the show, oh. so he said um, – Yo, why is Keldrick Falk visiting this weekend instead of Tennessee? Is there a certain reason? My guess is FSU probably called him up and said, hey, dude, we got a big game. Uh, you're a commit. So, you know, are you going to be here? Uh, and I think FSU's always been his love. So um, certainly Auburn and Tennessee have, have pushed. But I think that was really the main thing is that if FSU pushed to get him on campus, I think he was going to definitely change his mind and come to the FSU-Clemson game. So that that would be my reasoning behind him coming back over there. His brother, younger brother, who's a 2025 linebacker, is also going to be there. So, um, yeah, I think that's the reasoning behind that. Certainly, Auburn is the uh, – if I was a threat, I would say Auburn would be. But I, I still think he's very comfortable with it, with his with, – where, where things stand with FSU. It's not like FSU's done something wrong, but certainly it's a big deal – having him on campus and the two two guys if you considered or shaky or, or any realm of shaky it would be Kearney and and Falcon. They're both on campus this weekend. So that's a big deal. My dream is that one day Michael this show will be be nothing merely than people just posting people's names with question marks by it. Uh, Khalil <laughs> Young starting it. Jalen Brown, Shelton Sampson, question mark. Yeah, Jalen Brown's one that I think that there there is some movement. He was in my 10 to watch I think uh, he liked his dad, likes uh, Ron Dugans a lot. Jalen likes Ron Dugans a lot. I think he will come up for a visit. I think it'll be probably, you know, one of the games like Georgia Tech or or Florida late in the season. But I do think he will take a visit. Sheldon Sampson, I haven't heard anything with FSU regarding that. Um, but Jalen Brown's one that I definitely think, like, th- there there's a shot where FSU's very much still in the picture. All right, right on. 
All right, man, here's a way to get out of the funk. You have this dude show up to the party. His name hey, is Ray, yeah. everybody. Ray. Let's go, Ray. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, Ray? Ray, Ray, we're going to do this. I'm going to have Aslan do this. Aslan, pull up our commit list. I'm fixing to go through this stuff with him. This is for you, Ray. It's got to love you, Ray. By the way, you guys went to the dungeon. Taking me to the dungeon, man. That was that was wild. Like as as I cannot put in the words. That was that was the scariest nightclub I've ever been to in my life. There's a place in Ebor City called the Castle that I Uh, have a feeling like is very similar to the dungeon, but it's not quite a place called the dungeon. So you guys are. I'm not on your level. I am not on your guys' levels. I've been uh, in the Ar- old Orange Bowl, so I'm not scared easily. But that place was pretty freaky with the dungeon. Uh, that's pretty freaky. Okay, let's go through this stuff. So, uh, just want to give a dungeon shout out to Michael and a polo shout out to Aslan. Thank you, man. Michael, any potential upgrades? Three to four stars, and I will scroll down here, Michael, for you, my friend. Okay, let's zoom in a little bit there. Yeah, so I think. Um, any of these guys potential four to fives? Hakeem, Kelvin. Well, we know Lucas? we know Hakeem will be uh, overall five star. No people get all fluctuated with the one has a five star, one has a four star. But uh, I think Keldrick Falk has a shot, and I think Lucas Williams is going to be or Lucas Simmons is going to be a top one hundred guy. I don't think five star, but I think he's going to be moving up there. Roderick's already there. I think Blake Nicholson is also already a four star. Keith yeah, Sampson sure. was moved up to a four star. Who, by the way. We did a feature on the dude. Incredible interview. If you haven't read it, go to War Chant, read it. Keith is having an unbelievable year. 15 sacks for a defensive tackle is just an insane number. Uh, Lamont Green's also up there. Um, we go farther down. Jaden Jones is also up there. Uh, I think that's the edge guy that, that FSU has. Um, defense uh, commit. And then I think the guy that I was kind of hardest on that I think could get a bump is is – it shows Vandravius Jacobs as a three-star, but he's actually a four-star consensus. So I think he is a four-star technically. But I think I think the Goldie Lawrence kid was the guy that I was not sure about. And he has really turned it on uh, this season. So I think that's a guy that could get a bump up to that four-star stats. I'm not saying he's going to be nationally crazy good, but I think he could get up to the four-star status. I think that's a guy, if I was picking one, Ray, I would move him up at, probably as a four-star. I think he's at potential to get that. And if we scroll farther down, look at some of these other guys. How make many sure more I get guys do they have committed? Good grief. <laughs> hey, this is for Ray, man. He dropped 100. You're, I'm right. Be, no, you're right. I'm, you're I'm right. looking out for you, Ray. Ray. Ray, I love you, man. I love you, Ray. Yeah, and Jabril Rawls is another one. I think a four-star. Uh, out of all the DBs, I think Rawls has impressed me the most. That guy's been phenomenal this year. He even picked off Emory Williams in a game. So that's the those are the guys for sure. For me right now would be Rawls and the other guy I covered uh, early, earlier in, in Goldie Lawrence. So uh, that that's who I would have, Ray. What about Quindarius Jones, man? Not yet. I, I want to okay. see more. I'm not ready to put the four-star status there. Although 
when I watched him in the league camp, I looked like a four star to me, but I want, I'm, I want to see a little bit more. I'm right on the fringe of him, but I want to kind of see a little bit more from him at, at his high school and see how they do this year. See, see a little few more games from him before I kind of put that status on him. But yeah, I think those other two are certainly right up there. All right. Hey, Ray, I love you, man. <laughs> love you, Ray. A dungeon, baby. The dungeon. Ray's the best, man. Ray's a pillar. We appreciate the heck out of you, Ray. Hopefully we'll see you soon, man. Get back Absolutely. on. Uh, continuing. Words, names, nouns, question marks. Matt Singleton? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Matt Singleton. I know Sam Singleton, uh, who's committed oh. to FSU, a running back, but I don't know. Uh, I was told from FSU content last night that I think uh, Coach Johnson have talked to uh, Sam Singleton la- the other uh, last few nights, and, and it was likely or uh, that he might come over uh, for this weekend. I think they're working on the travel stuff to make sure that works out. So he's one I'm waiting to just confirm for sure one way or the other. But um, definitely a guy that hasn't indicated like like there's any worry or anything there. But I guess you're referring to Sam Singleton. And then, uh, yeah, Conrad Huzzy is a guy from St. Thomas Aquinas. He's committed to Penn State. Um, certainly they're having a really good year. They got a big game with Michigan uh, on Saturday. Uh, he's a guy that grew up an FSU fan. So that's a guy they're, they're staying involved with. You talk about safeties. He certainly fits that. Um, certainly a guy they like. Uh, he visited FSU over the summer. It was very secretive, but he was there and, uh, you know, checked out FSU. And he's certainly a guy that is, is on my radar. He was on the 10 to watch, but he was on my radar of a guy to keep an eye on because of, of him growing up a fan of FSU and liking them. I think he's a guy that you could see late in the fall, you know, take an official visit to FSU, but uh, nothing's materialized yet. He hasn't been to a game for FSU yet, but he keeps really quiet to himself. So uh, we'll see if that materializes for FSU, but they definitely are involved. And that's definitely a guy that they're, they're certainly pushing for. All right. Thank you. Hypnotic. Anonymous, Let's <laughs> this thing rolling along here. Soon um, we're eventually we're just going to get a question mark and not even have a name. Like just, just no names, just question mark. Uh, Gator Kirk asks any updates on Mike Mitchell, the Utah commit. Visiting this weekend, uh, we've been waiting for the transcripts to go through. Um, I keep been I I keep being told that it's coming very, very soon that that will be updated in the system. I know a lot of people don't understand that. It's just like, can't just throw grades in there. Sometimes it goes through quarter. It takes a while to get into the system. I think once it gets in the system and FSU feels comfortable, like he's on a proper path as a senior that, hey, grades aren't any issue. I think he's going to get an offer and I think he will commit to FSU. That's what I think will happen. I think he will end up at FSU if he gets an offer, which I think I have a feeling he will. Uh, he's visiting again this weekend. Hopefully it happens this weekend because I'm tired of following it. But um, he's a guy that I really feel like if that offers there, you have to like FSU's chances. He's a four-star on, on three, I think three-star the consensus, but I think he's a four-star player. I'm actually going to see Mike play this weekend. I'm going over to, I think, Lake City. Uh, they're playing Columbia, which is Camden Friar School. Uh, also 2024 commitment. So I'm going to see both of these guys play. It's the first time I get to see Mike Mitchell in person. So I'm actually going to go see Mike in person. I can't wait. I, I haven't seen him in person in the game. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. Right on. Uh, who says dentists don't have a sense of humor? 
Our guy Z Chan. It's Zach. He's back. Hey. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. R Aguayo question mark or S Janikowski question mark? I'm going to go with the Polish powder keg, man, because that guy was just, he was so clutch. Uh, and, and, and Roberto was too, but Roberto, man. <laughs> at Georgia Tech game, man, I can't get that out of my head. That game, oh, all the good I know, he did. I know when your fault, Roberto. It wasn't your fault, dude. I love you. I met I met Roberto before he even took off when he was at South Lake High School over there in Groveland, Florida. If you ever been there, but um, yeah, Roberto's my dude. Love Roberto, but I have to go with Sebastian. I mean, Sebastian was just so clutch uh, for FSU, and for me, that's how I'd lean. And it could be Ricky Aguayo too, you know. Oh, it'd definitely, be, it'd definitely be Sebastian. <laughs> I'll go with Sebastian. Yeah, um, that's tough. I mean, I probably would say Jano just because what he did in '99 in the swamp, where like you know he did the whole chomp and then still nailed it. You know, I the mean, dude, just, man, it's just like Sebastian's the only kicker that I saw where they where where he kicked the ball and it just sounded like a rocket when it when it hit his foot like the other guys like you it just the, the ball just sounded different when Janikowski struck it so uh but both of them are phenomenal Seminoles Roberto love you you are you're a badass man all of you Josh Sebastian they're both badasses so it's hard to choose but I, if I had to pick one I'd go with Janikowski but both of them are awesome by the way Ryan's back to defend his uh, Georgia tight end query okay. Just wants to keep all the top talent from the panhandle in the state. He's from the same high school. He's a South Walton alum. I feel, and I understand now, Ryan. See, that's the stuff you got to throw in there, Ryan, the first time. I, you add that well, in. I mean, doesn't, I mean, I get it, but like, you know, I want Taylor like, Swift to date me, but like, I don't to <laughs> date me, guys, you know, like, but yeah, I mean, the guy is committed to Georgia who puts tight ends in the league. Georgia's really good at tight ends. So kind of hard uh, pull there as far as, I mean, if you're talking about, some other school, okay, but uh, Georgia's like uh, that's that's a tough pool. But I get what you're saying, Ryan. I get it. You want to keep your guys at home, and you want to you know have some of the FSU, and maybe they will be. Maybe the next one uh, they'll have a chance to. Maybe this move keeps going on for FSU, and and they get to that point. Michael, a man of the people, never wanted to upset anybody. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, whatever, <laughs> bring it on, tighten up, everybody. Uh, I was we love you guys. Thanks for asking your questions. All right, we're winding things down as we approach the top of the hour here on the Michael Langston Recruiting Call-In Show, which number scrolling at the bottom if you want to get involved via phone call. Uh, Gator Kirk will not be in the line, will not be in the queue until they become bowl eligible. A.J. Perry is back. He's already – he put all your information on his blog. Now he's back to ask some more questions. Okay. Um, what current commits have you seen improve most year over year? I guess from this class, anybody that you saw maybe a year ago that you've seen him now here recently, they're like, all right, this guy's uh, cooking with gas now. I would definitely say Dre Jacobs because, uh, yeah, last year it was kind of flashes of, of what he's doing now, but now it's consistently every week. Uh, he's so good after the catch now. He was always fast, but I think now it's just all coming together as a complete receiver. Just so explosive. I think he has like, Dude's like 11 touchdowns already for like, I want to say six six games or something. I mean, the dude has been absolutely unreal. He's the one that jumps out the most to me. If I was picking a guy, it would be Dre. I mean, Dre has just tore it up as far as uh, for Vero Beach. I don't know why they still have four Pierce 
Westwood, he plays for Bureau Beach, but um, the Bureau Beach Indians, I think. Um, so they've he's really tore it up uh, for Bureau Beach, and that's the guy that I think's done the best. I think he should be a consensus four star. Not even that. I think he's, you know, he should be in the the one fifty range as far as you know total rank. I think this kid's a game breaker in every sense of the word. I mean, you watch his games. I mean, the guy's always every every game he's having thirty plus catches. His yard per catch is is really high, and he's just a, he's a more consistent playmaker this year. And it's really that's really jumped out to me about Dre. Pensacola Packbuster, Arch Manning. No, no, <laughs> no chance. Uh, Austin, Austin Simmons. That's that a new person? one to me. I don't know who Austin Simmons is. So right, a new might, one. I'd, I'd have to look that might be somebody's one. friend. He just wants to get a shout out on the, uh, <laughs> okay. the War Chant show. Or, or hey, listen, it, it, he's got a photo. He's got a there photo. There you go. I'll pop All right. Uh, Pahokee. All right. Quarterback okay. Pahokee. Oh, Okay, the uh, 2025 kid, I think. Is he 2025? Yeah, 2025. I don't even see a number. I do do not even see a number, Michael. I don't see an age. Oh, there Uh, it is. It's 2025. There it says. Yeah, yeah, 2025 kid. uh, I think he actually visited FSU uh, in the spring. Um, uh, Pahokee's very good. If you haven't watched Pahokee play this year, it's a really good team. Um, Certainly, Austin is a very good talent. I think that's a guy. They will certainly go after him. Thanks, Sean. Next time, put Pahokee back up there, uh, mixing a name. Ooh, That'll help lefty, me. Help. Smooth, deep ball. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, good, good athletic, uh, dual threat quarterback. Really good. Like I said, camped at FSU. Uh, I think camped at FSU. He's there a few times and certainly a guy they've liked. I, I want to I want to say they've already offered him, but I'm not 100% on that. But if they haven't, that's a guy that I do. I have heard his name often in the 20, mentioned in the 2025 your prospects. So that's certainly a guy you know, to keep an eye out from two years from now. Obviously we're in 2023 right now, but he's a guy that they certainly, you know, there is interest and there's consistent interest from FSU. Man, he's wide open on that play. As long. Where's the there, DB? There are a lot of wide open guys. I'm trying to see something that's contested, but he's still throwing a nice ball and he knows where he's got to go with it. So that's, that's got to count for something, but I also no, he's, pretty yeah, the, really good. The form's good. I mean, and, and how he throws is really good. He's compact shoulders are parallel. You, the stuff you look for. That's Man, right. Pokey, y'all must have some really good receivers because these dudes are open <laughs> like a lot. What's it? What was that coverage? I really just stopped running. The cover one. Bad defense hurts my feelings, man. Bad defense. Jonathan McIntosh. Just wondering. What's nice out. ball location there. That was a good one, Austin. If you're listening, uh, Austin, I, I like that ball location. Hypnotic Anonymous and anything with Camden Fryer visiting. I think it was Alabama. Yeah, he got a visit. He got an offer from Alabama all this all season. I think uh, he's visiting to see what it was like. He went for the Texas A&M game. Good game to go. I would go there for a recruit if I could go. Uh, that's a great game. Uh, I don't think there's anything to like concern yourself with. I, th- I still think. I think FSU feels good about their position. I don't think there's anything where you're you're in worry worry mode. Um, certainly, you still have to monitor it, but I still think uh, you know as long as FSU everything stays on course of what they're doing consistently week in week out. I, I don't think uh, I'm not concerned about that one. All right, uh, hit the thumbs up, everybody. Uh, we did a good job. Michael did a good job. Last one. I know you said George is going to probably lock down everyone, but any chance with Gabriel Harris? Probably not. I think he's pretty solid on Georgia. I think I thought I felt like if you know if they won that last game, or if I won, they go in the 
Clemson games uh, five and one and then beat Clemson, then I think it could get interesting game. But now with them losing that game, I just I can't see that. Plus Georgia's you know one of the top teams in the country. I just he's now at Valdosta. I think is he at Valdosta or is he he might be That's an IMG. IMG. It says yeah, IMG. IMG. Yeah, so I think he might be an IMG. So uh I, I think he's pretty firm to uh Georgia, but I think he was listening to FSU. It's certainly he grew up a fan of FSU, so he's kind of seeing what they were doing. So I think, yeah, maybe if they reel off like six straight wins and say they have nine or ten wins, and I think it could get interesting. But outside of that, I think he's probably, you know, firm with Georgia right now. Yeah, so um, I guess apparently he was ruled ineligible at Valdosta. So yep. he yep. Uh, goes IMG, and then Will Norman left IMG to go to St. Francis Academy in Baltimore. There you go. So Okay, Will. The more you know, kids, the more there you, you go. know. Aslan finds you all kinds of interesting information, guys. I'm trying, brother. I'm trying. All right, man. Michael, you're going to be a busy man this weekend. Uh, but, yes. but until uh, you get all those interviews with all these great prospects, what else is going to be cooking over on your end on the PRB, WarChant.com? Yeah, I mean, obviously, after this is over, maybe a little break, and I'll, I'll get on it. I'll get on your questions. There's several questions on the board. Obviously, we've got a big preview coming up. I'll have three things to watch. I've already covered early this week for people that read it, you know, the importance of this game and how big it could be for recruiting momentum for FSU. I covered that early this week. And then on this feature, I'll cover more of the the three things to watch that are kind of I know that's going to be on your mind or things that I think is key uh, to this weekend. Um, so that'll be something to have going on. Obviously, after the game, recruit reactions – um, we'll have a, have something on that, whether they win or lose. I don't usually do that, but it's a big game, so I'll probably do that one way or the other. And then and then we'll do a, a lot of features on, on guys that visited this weekend. Sir, as I already mentioned, two official visitors, Roger Kearney and Damari. We'll get up with both of them, both probably me and Austin. Uh, and, and we'll get up with a lot of these guys that all visit this weekend. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a constant thing of just getting up and, and seeing how – FSU fares this weekend. So certainly if they win, it's going to be as one person texted me uh, from the FSU side said, you're going to be a very busy man if they win this game for about two weeks. Uh, so certainly uh, they win tonight. That would be a great thing. Or they win Saturday night. That's going to be a great thing. So got a lot of stuff coming up. Don't forget to go to corner pockets on Friday. It's a big thing going on there. I think you'll have Aslan or Corey Clark going to be there. Corey Jeff. Happy Georgia. hour live, 536 hey. Friday corner pocket. And then show up, Saturday. show up, guys. Uh get out there to this game uh Saturday night. I don't know what to tell you. It's gonna be big. I'm gonna be there. I don't go to a lot of games, but I'm gonna be there. Um, so uh, you know, big game and uh big opportunity for FSU this weekend. By the way, me and Aslan match at black. I did I just didn't know if you guys knew that. So bring back the black jerseys. There you go. Hashtag kidding. All right, that's a wrap for us. Thanks to Josiah backstage. Uh, pulling up your questions here on the live chat with Michael. The replay available here now on YouTube. More questions over on the PRB. Michael, as always, man, we appreciate it. Anytime, man, anytime. Oh, thanks to Zach. Thanks to Z-Chan. Thanks to Ray yes. Pereira. Thanks to Wayne McMillan. Never forget you, people. Love you. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs>